This is the Virtual Pause Podcast, a time to integrate body, mind, heart, and spirit, which leads to resilience and stability in our everyday chaos. This is your host, Angie Wynn. Episode 83, Letting Go of Inner Resistance. In his book, When Stillness Speaks, Eckhart Tolle says, when you completely accept this moment, when you no longer argue with what is, the compulsion to think lessens and is replaced by an alert stillness. The mind is no longer labeling things. Inner non-resistance opens you to the consciousness that is infinitely greater than the human mind. How many times throughout the day do we resist accepting the present moment, accepting what is? I find myself constantly in inner conflict, role-playing a phantom conversation that allows me to win or be perceived as good, or fixating on a situation that I'm trying to control the outcome. This inner dialogue and resistance doesn't allow me to be present, and letting go of inner resistance can open us up to the wisdom within and the wisdom of God and greater consciousness. When you completely accept this moment, when you no longer argue with what is, the compulsion to think lessens and it is replaced by an alert stillness. The mind is no longer labeling things. Your inner non-resistance opens you to the consciousness that is infinitely greater than the human mind. Letting go of inner resistance opens you up to wisdom, inner wisdom and external wisdom. That's why things often get better when you let go of resistance. This is um, a book from Eckhart Tolle called Stillness Speaks that I'm listening to right now. And this weekend I led a a yoga session in the midst of an existing women's retreat. So it's just the little special moment, um, special. There's always some resistance to yoga anyway. Um, sometimes from a spiritual perspective, um, sometimes from a physical perspective. And so I kind of knew walking in that, we'll see, you know, what the environment is like. And I, I also knew that there were going to be women across age, ages and generations and health levels and experience. And most of them had never done yoga before. So I came in and, um, as we're starting to, to do some movement, we got down on our knees and one of the women she was in the back, but I could see her face kind of clench up. And I said, are you okay? She said, I can't do this because I have had knee replacements. And so I can't get on my knees like that. And so I told her, okay, then just sit down. And I showed her something else to do. But you could tell, like, there was some frustration throughout the time. Um, and I was very aware of it. And, and I had to be careful to not just completely focus on her, but also be aware of everything else that was going on in the room and also be aware of my own tendency to need to please, right? And then start self-criticizing, like all these things are happening in real time. Um, but I stopped 
like once in a while I'd say do this instead, trying to talk to the everyone. Um, but then eventually, you know, I just kind of kept going. And she would sit down, she'd lay down all these different things. Um, and at the very end of the practice, we went through Shavasana, which is the last resting pose where you're really resting. And then I had them do some breathing and centering prayer and then um, Lectio Divina. So, so that reading process we do at the end of our pause every time. And I asked if anyone wanted to share and she said, I just feel so much serenity. And I thought that was so cool. So there was this transformation that happened with her, right? There was non-acceptance at the beginning probably, and I'm just gonna make some assumptions here, but resistance to the fact that she can't do these things, right? Um, anger, whether it was anger at her situation, anger at me, anger at her body, anger, whatever. Um, there was resistance to even in some ways trying to modify, you know? So there's like, I'm just gonna lay down. And I didn't feel like at the beginning that it was a laying down of, oh, I'm just gonna relax. It was, it was filled with frustration. But then as time went on, it's almost like, and like I said, I'm making assumptions, but there was some acceptance of what is. There was acceptance of reality of her physical limitations and in that resistance, or letting go of that resistance, and as Eckhart Tolle said, in that non-resistance of surrender and acceptance, she was able to find great peace. Throughout this book, he talks about how we are in inner conflict all the time. We are resisting being present in the moment all the time because we're trying to figure something out or we're trying to, there's like inner conflict and inner dialogue. And I know with me, it's, you know, it could be, you know, constantly thinking of what I need to be doing, what I need to be doing, but also it's the hangover effects of conflict with another person or really curious about how I'm being perceived in a certain situation that happened um, which is negative, feeling like it's a negative perception and, and how does that get solved and how can I um, fight against that internally or externally? How can I control the situation? How can I learn from it so that next time I'm not in the same situation, right? Which is all fine, but I mean, do we really ever learn so well that we're never put in the same situations again, or that we never find our guards coming up. I mean, I think we're just so, at least I'm just so human. It's unbelievable. But that surrender to our humanity, right? That surrender to our limitations, to the surrender to the present moment and not allowing ourselves to over identify with inner conflict or resistance, right? That's what allows us to become open to the inner wisdom within and without. 
And as Eckhart Tolle said, open up to that greater consciousness, open up to, to God, to the universe, to the spirit, um, to the power of the Holy Spirit. And I don't know how you all feel about this, but when I am the most effective in my work or in conversation or have the most insight is when I really have nothing to say, right? It's when I don't, when I come to the time not very prepared and just open. And last week I was meeting with the guy that I'm coaching and that morning was crazy, 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 right? Um, super busy. And I didn't have a chance to ground myself. I didn't have a chance to pause. When he showed up, we sat there and we did some breathing. And normally what that would do is wrap me around the axle like I'm going to be completely ineffective because I haven't prepared or I haven't calmed down or whatever. Um, and then my ego kind of plays into that conversation of like, well, let me tell you what, let me tell you what you need to do, right? Which is not helpful. So in that moment, I just thought to myself, okay, I'm going to let everything go. And that's when it's, that's when I feel like I'm most insightful and helpful because that's when that inner wisdom can come in, um, and create sparks and I see connections and, and insights that I wouldn't normally see. But if I'm in a state of resistance, if I'm in a state of, I didn't prepare enough or I have so much on my plate or this guy really needs me to show up and tell him what to do and be smart, then I'm in trouble, right? Then I'm acting out of my own humanness and not allowing myself to be open to the wisdom that is within me and that is within God and this connection that can happen. So I think that today, if we can look at where is it in our life that we are resistant to what is, we are not accepting the situation in its form that it is in now and we are trying to fight against it um, and Eckhart Tolle said we can be doing a lot we can have a lot on our plates but what is our quality of doing are we doing our stuff in our total and complete self or are we doing it in a fragmented way are we coming to these situations all up in our heads instead of just being total. So let's ground ourselves and then we'll look at an area in our lives that we are experiencing some of our own resistance. So why do we move our bodies? Because we're trying to wake up. We're trying to wake ourselves up to the present moment, right? And so we need to move our bodies so that we can get out of our heads. So let's inhale, bring your arms up over our heads, making our spines tall. Exhale, bringing your hands down to heart center, chin to chest, rounding your back. Inhale, bringing your arms up over your head, making yourself tall. Exhale, bringing your hands down to heart center, rounding your back. 
Inhale, bring your arms up, drop one of your arms, bring the other one over your head, side bend stretches you, exhale. Inhale, up. Exhale, over, holding it here, looking under your arm, breathing in and out. And then bring the other arm up, drop the opposite. Inhale, toss spine, exhale, bring your arm over your head. Inhale, up. Exhale, over, look under your arm, holding it here. Drop your arm. Bring your hands out in front of you, rotating your wrists one direction and then the other, flexing and dropping your hands. Bring your hands to your shoulders, draw small circles, bigger and bigger and bigger. Stop and reverse, small, bigger and bigger and bigger. And then let go. Let's open up our chest. So holding the earth, really pushing out your chest and your chin and then rounding your back, giving yourself a hug, dropping down. So the sense of opening up, I can do it all. And then as you exhale, round your back, but only in surrender. One more time, open up. And then drop, give yourself a hug and surrender. Bring yourself up and let's move our necks. So as you inhale, look straight ahead. As you exhale, turn your head one direction, breathing in and out. Come back to neutral. Inhale, and as you exhale, drop that ear to your shoulder. Come back to neutral. Inhale. As you exhale, turn the other direction, breathing in and out. And come back to neutral. Drop your ear to your shoulder. And then sitting up tall, let's twist. So turning behind us, looking over our right shoulder. Keeping your spine tall and twisting. And then the other direction. Spine tall and twisting. and then come back to neutral. So sitting up comfortably with a tall spine, we're gonna inhale and exhale to quiet our minds. But before we do that, let's just tune in to how your body feels, where there might be tension, resistance, and just inhale and exhale. 
Sighing it out, letting it go. We're going to do um, called box breathing. So exhale everything out. And as you inhale through your belly, I'm going to count to four. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Hold it, one, two, three, four. And just begin to breathe naturally, but slower. And think of an area in your life where you are experiencing some inner resistance to what is. And maybe you don't know how to identify that. So look at an area in your life that you're feeling conflict. And is there a resistance to accepting what is? Is there an inner conflict going on Maybe you don't want to be in this situation or want the situation to be different. Maybe it feeds a false need for control and power. And so you're resisting, continuing to resisting to what is because you need to control it. Or maybe there's a need for you to be perceived a certain way. So you're keeping this inner conflict, inner dialogue going so that you can resolve it so you're perceived in a certain way. Or maybe it brings you a sense of false safety and security. Yet perhaps it can't even really be resolved. Maybe it's something, a personal relationship or a situation that can't be resolved and you have to look at it and you're invited to accept it as it is in its lack of resolution, its lack of being tied up neatly in a bow. So inhale and exhale, letting go this resistance in you. Surrender to the present moment. Receive the love that God has for you in your entirety as you are, with your resistance, with your 
beauty and faults and gifts. Inhale and exhale, let go and trust. Trust in your path and the boundary lines set for you. Can you just allow yourself to let go of that inner resistance and experience a sense of serenity and peace as you accept? And as we let go, and we try and be experience that alertness so as I read this piece from Rumi, the first time I read it, just allow it to wash over you. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. The second time I read it, what word or phrase jumps out at you? Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. The third time I read it, what do you feel like your soul is saying to you as you connect to God, to the divine? Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. The last time I read it, what is your prayer or your response? Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. So as we go throughout our day, notice when your body tenses up, when you're not aware of the surroundings around you, when you're in your head. Notice if there's inner resistance to the moment. 
there is non-acceptance to what is. And inhale, exhale, let it go and be present. Thank you so much for joining today's virtual pause podcast. I hope that you can experience some stability in the midst of chaos.